when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Oh my gosh. Okay, so a uh, little book you've never heard of uh-huh. uh, called The Mister. Um, I mean, to be fair, I think if you're not already like really into the E.L. James oeuvre. <laughs> Can you never say that again? <laughs> that way? Yeah, I, I don't think I need to finish that sentence. Please do me the pledge of never saying that again. <laughs> okay, so let's get right into this. The okay. Mister by E.L. James. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want to like sit back and uh, and catch up a little first. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's start here because we we have some extra time to kill because this is a particularly short excerpt okay, today. Sure. But it it, uh, it gives you definition right at the get go. Daily defined noun informal. A new number one. A newspaper published every day except Sunday. And an example sentence: The trial was reported in all the popular dailies. And is then that? A, British definition, okay. dated, number two, a woman who is employed to clean someone else's house on a regular basis. Okay. It's called a daily. But then the example sentence they give is, my daily comes every day, which is kind of a stupid example oh, sentence. God. It's real, real. But is that supposed to be funny? I, so often on this show, I'm asking myself, is that supposed, supposed to, to be, be funny? funny? I say that about you all yeah, the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I knew it was Sorry, coming, and I still, right and I still that <laughs> Who the hell is this timid creature standing in my hallway? Oh, that's, that's me. Can I come in? <laughs> I'm completely bemused. Have I seen her before? An image from a forgotten dream develops like a Polaroid in my memory. What? Hope you have a square head. An angel... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you shake your head a lot. <laughs> An angel in blue hovering at my bedside. Wow. But that was days ago. Could it have been her? I probably, or, I mean, what? it's a book. And now she's here, rooted to the hallway floor. Ouch. Yikes. <laughs> How do you move? Her impish face pale, probably because she hasn't eaten or drank or gone to the bathroom in a long time. Well, I she's mean, rooted. he's imprisoned her in her house since last Wednesday when she right. hovered over his bed or whatever. Her eyes downcast. Her knuckles grow whiter as she, whiter as she clasps the <laughs> from dragging, wider. From dragging them. <laughs> as she clasps the broom handle tighter and tighter as if it's anchoring her to the earth. Oh, it's Cinderella. Or you've nailed, put nails through her feet into the floor as you, well, she's rooted. Yeah, I mean, that is rude. Rooted. The headscarf conceals her hair, and an oversized old-fashioned nylon housecoat swamps her small frame. Whoa. Swamps. I guess it's it's wet. It's a soggy, soggy (laughs) ass coat. She totally looks out of place. (laughs) Wait, did I say ass coat? I meant ascot. (laughs) Who are you, I ask again, but in a softer tone. Who are you? Not wanting to alarm her. Wide eyes, the color of a fine espresso. And framed by the longest lashes I've ever seen. A look, fine espresso. A fine espresso. Like, High does, quality is a better color. Does espresso vary a lot in color depending on the quality? And by like, the roast. Yeah. But, but like, not by the quality. Like, when I think of a fine espresso, I mean, it's got like a, like a thick crema, right? Well, I, think so, talking, I think they're talking about uh, just the grounds, do you think? Her eyes are the color of co- fine coffee grounds. I guess I, I instantly went to the grind. Were they also, did they also have like <laughs> the sandy texture of coffee grounds? <laughs> oh, that would definitely get in her long lashes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Shit. One peek from her dark, fathomless eyes and I'm um, unsettled. This do, it doesn't sound like 
he's describing a person, it sounds like a monster. <laughs> it does not sound good. <laughs> no. It also sort of reminded me of, um, uh, you know, um, what's the show everyone talks about? Like with the Game uh, of Thrones. No, the uh, the the shit. The OA. No, they're all um, wearing red coats and bonnets and the Handmaid's, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. It sort of sounds like she's a uh, you know, wearing yeah. black robes and the hand handsmaid hand. I can't yeah. talk. Handmaid's Tale. But I mean, it, she also sounds kind of like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And fathomless eyes. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a, a sea monster. What does that actually mean, fathomless? Like you can't understand what she's thinking? Oh, I just I just think they're like really, they're set Bottomless? <laughs> extremely deep into her skull, like many feet deep. <laughs> Is that what that means, fathomless? Yeah, I think so. Isn't fathom like a, a measurement of the sea? Yeah, it's like six feet, I think. Okay, so she's got six foot holes in each eye. Yeah, she does. Or no, there's no fathom, so right, there's right, no so. depth, so they're like right up at you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's very confusing. I mean, no wonder he's unsettled. She's at least maybe a- one of them is six feet deep, and the other oh. one like <laughs> the other one protrudes six feet. <laughs> but it averages out to fathom. Hot. Um, and then they just switch back and forth <laughs> rapidly. <laughs> yeah, if you pull on one, the other one retracts. Oh. <laughs> I got my microphone just spun around. I got so excited, but cool. That weird. Oh. She's at least a head shorter than me, perhaps five feet five to my six feet two. It sounds like he pulled out a tape measure. That's very accurate, very precise. And that's actually not a head shorter. No. No. Right? I don't know. It's less than a head. Yeah, a head is more than seven inches, right? Anyway, I'm not going to get out of tape Uh, Let me get my tape, yeah. Her features are delicate. High cheekbones, an upturned nose. By the way, I've never understood why that's a compliment. Yeah, I mean... An upturned yeah. nose. Tell me if I look better right now. I'm lifting my nose up at Oh, Matthew. there was a snout in the previous book. <laughs> Does this yeah. look... Is this attractive? And no. I mean, you're literally yeah. seeing into my nasal cavity. Yeah, but like those fathomless nostrils, man. <laughs> Except there's one out and one right. in. <laughs> well, it's, one one has like a really long nose hair. Oh. Um Hi, cheek, cheekbones. I've totally lost track of which are the parts of the actual description of the book and which are the things we made up, and I don't <laughs> care. Her features are delicate, supposedly. I feel like, though, even by romance novel standards, we've gotten a lot of description of this character who hasn't spoken yet. Mm. Handmaid's Tale, she's not allowed to speak. Sure. Uh, high cheekbones and upturned nose, clear, fair skin, and pale lips. Clear skin, like slim good body? What's that? Like um, the you know, like the uh, like in science class, like you can see through his skin, so you can like see the uh, muscles and organs and stuff for for oh, educational purposes. Slim Goodbody is the name of a cadaver. Slim Goodbody is like the name of like a guy who I think was on TV and like portrayed like you know you can see through my skin and oh, here's all the parts. Like a cartoon? No, it was a guy wearing a suit. Okay. Um, what, what network are you watching, Matthew? <laughs> yeah, you know, I had to unscramble it. Okay. Um, but okay, so but she has clear skin. Got yes. it. Okay. Tran- fully transparent skin. It's obvious that she's cleaning. What? She's gripping a broom. Oh, rooted oh, oh, to okay. the rooted Forgot to the about spot. The broom. Sorry. High but it doesn't sound like she's cleaning. It sounds like she's absolutely stationary. Absolutely right. stationary. Yeah. But why her? Why here? Has she replaced my old daily? Where's Christian? 
Christi. Oh, Christina spelled really funny. Where's <laughs> Christina? Looks like vagina with a K. Okay. Uh, I asked, growing a little frustrated at her silence. <laughs> Perhaps she's vagina's daughter or granddaughter. She continue- In a way, aren't we all vagina's daughter? <laughs> we are. She continues to stare at the floor, her brow furrowed. I keep imagining her with with yeah. a bonnet, but yeah. he didn't say bonnet. He the said headscarf. Headscarf. And and wearing a giant house coat, nylon house coat. What is Old a house fashioned coat? Nylon. It's like a thin robe. Okay. That doesn't fully close. This sounds it's like, open, like a lab coat that's got flowers on it. Like a lab, lab coat, coat that's got fla- flowers. Meaning that on it doesn't it. cross over. It's right. not terry cloth. It's like thin material. You wear it. You can button it usually. Button it down, and then you okay. wear it with your slippers and go get the paper. All right. Don't know why she's wearing that. No. Where's Christ? That's mysterious. Christ's vagina. Uh, perhaps she's Christ's <laughs> vagina's daughter or granddaughter. She continues to stare at the floor, her brow furrowed or browered. Uh-huh. Look at me, I will her. I want. And here's the line that oh, made God. me unconsciously just twitch. I want to reach forward and tilt her chin up. Oh, don't How? ever do that. Don't ever do that or even think to do that. Like, men don't. Tilt chins up. How about let's get to know each other? If some woman's chin is down, How about it wants to be down. You, you work in my house. How can I make you more comfortable rather than <sighs> completely skeezed out? But as, she, as if she reads my mind, she raises her head. No, maybe she just wanted to raise her head. Maybe like she's capable maybe. of raising and lowering her head. The same way you're capable of raising and lowering In the same way she's capable of, of extending and retracting her, her eyeballs. Her eyeballs. Her eyes meet mine, or one of them, and her tongue Zoink. and her tongue darts out. Oh no, she's a snake woman. That's what I read it as. I was Wait, like, and when oh. I say oh no, I mean oh yes. Her her eyes meet mine, and her tongue darts out. Oh, <laughs> her tongue darts out, and nervously she licks her upper lip. <laughs> We're both doing this right she's, now, and it's really the most unattractive. Right, both right, Matthew her, and I have ever looked. Right, her upper lip, which which happened to be covered with ice cream. <laughs> My whole body tightens into a hot, heavy rush. As desire hits me like a demolition ball. Wow, E.L. James is just as bad as everyone says. I love it. Fuck a duck. <laughs> literally says that here. Li- Fuck a the duck. The protagonist of this book literally you just fucked fuck a, a duck. duck. I narrow my eyes as annoyance swiftly follows my desire. It sounds like, like you know, getting turned on makes you go like, Mm-hmm. Right, like like mm-hmm. every muscle just like tensed up and like curled no. up into like that's not actually what happens. It, it's, it's the opposite of that. It, for most like people. she makes it sound like getting aroused is the same as getting kicked in the nuts. Really, yes, hard, right, yes. It's, it's not. expansive. It's quite different. It's not contracting. Right, exactly. I narrow my eyes as annoyance swiftly follows my desire. What the hell's wrong with me? Why does a woman I've never met have such an effect on me? It's irritating. <laughs> I mean, what a dumb thing to say. Totally. Right. Why does this woman in this magazine turn me on? I don't know. I've never met her. I've never met her before. (laughs) (laughs) It's irritating, this porn. This porn is so (laughs) So, annoying. So annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm watching this TV show. I'm getting turned on. This this medium is totally to blame. Beneath fine arched brows, oh, we're still getting descriptions here. Wow. Her, her eyes grow wider. Wait, she furrowed them, but then she arched them, or is like one furrowed and one... I don't know. Her eyes grow wider, so now the the uh, what am I trying to say? The uh, 
constricted, expanding and constricting, contracting, uh, uh-huh. expanding and contracting eyes are now telescoping apart from each other. Oh, yes. Okay. She takes a step back, fumbling with her eyes. No, fumbling, fumbling with the broom oh. so that it falls from her hands and clatters onto the floor. Oh, no, but that's a Nimbus 2000. That's what I also read it as. Yep. It seemed like it was... She bends with easy economic grace to pick it up, and when she's standing once more, she fixates on the handle. <laughs> A slow. What? You just yep. Matthew got just, so irritated he uh, head butted his microphone. <laughs> Conk. Uh, Fixated on the handle. What does that even mean? I think it's a dick thing. Maybe, but why? Here she fixates on the handle, comma a slow flush staining her cheeks as she mumbles something unintelligible. But like, so she's just embarrassed that she dropped the broom, but. How would you know that someone was fixated on a broom handle? I mean, she's not like... Just staring at it. Her chin lowered, supposedly. Okay. Bloody hell. Am I intimidating the poor girl? I don't mean to. I'm annoyed at myself, not her. Or maybe it's another reason. Perhaps you don't understand me, I say more to myself and run a hand through my hair as I bring my body to heal. Heal, body. (laughs) Heal, body. Heal. Good body. (laughs) Slim good body. Chris, vagina's mastery of English extended to the words yes and here, which often meant... Oh, no, she doesn't speak English. Which often meant lots of gesticulating on my part when I needed her to undertake tasks that went beyond her usual cleaning routine. This is her past. Wait. Chris, it, Christina is not the current one. Oh, oh okay. Okay. The, this girl's probably Polish, too. Probably. I am, I am cleaner, mister, she whispers, her eyes still downcast and her eyelashes fanned out above her luminous cheeks. I don't like this premise. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say like if the premise of this book is that just this guy is gonna fuck his cleaning lady, I don't like that. It's like sounds like the beginning of every porn. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I guess that that That's is like the is. genre we're working with. Yep, but like, pretty much. Yeah, okay, fine. Where's Christina? She has returned to Poland. <laughs> when? Since last week. This is news. Why the hell did I not know this? I liked Christina. She'd cleaned for me for three years, and I knew, and she knew all my dirty little secrets. That's why I like someone, is well, because they clean for me and they know my dirty secrets. Just like she, she cleaned the sex dungeon, probably. Yeah, exactly. And I never got to say goodbye. Maybe it's temporary. Is Maybe. She, is she coming back? I ask. The lines in the girl's forehead deepen, but she says nothing, though her eyes flick to my feet. For some unknown reason, this makes me feel... Wait, wait, yeah, why? For some unknown Sorry, reason, I'm... this makes me feel self-conscious. Placing both hands on my hips. I do the okay. do do <laughs> Placing both hands on one hip, which I, looked really weird. I step backward as my bewilderment grows. How long have you been here? She responds in a breathless, barely, barely audible voice. In England? <laughs> Look at me, please, I ask. Uh, Why is she so reluctant to look up? Her slim fingers tighten around the broom again, and they rub up and down, up and down. When does this story take place? Because I just realized I was I was imagining modern times, but maybe it all makes more sense. But it was like a nylon housecoat. Never mind. Nylon says post nineteen what seventy two? Yeah, I don't know. Sixties? Yeah, sixties probably. Forties. Oh, now I'm split the difference. Fifties, fifties, nylon people. If, nylon. If you want to advertise on this show, hit us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's our email address? Nylon. The fabric nylon, of some decade we don't know. Nylon <laughs> at uh, lookinsidethisbookclub.com. 
Her slim fingers tighten around the broom again as if she might brandish it as a weapon. And then she swallows and raises her head, regarding me with large, liquid brown eyes. Ugh. Oh, they're just pouring out of those eye holes. There is so much. Like every Yeah. So much. It's just slathered on. Eyes I could drown in. My mouth. Well, they're fathomless. My mouth dries as my body comes to attention again. Not just his dick, his entire body. Yep, Does that happen? Full, full, full body, body erection. <laughs> FBE, man. FBE, yep. Very hard to hide. Uh-huh. And like actually a serious medical problem. Can't even sit down with that. <laughs> I know. No, your entire body becomes <laughs> stiff from head to toe. You cannot walk. You are definitely rooted to the uh-huh. spot you're in. Exactly. You fall over a lot. <laughs> oh my God. Men, listeners. It, it is hard out there being, how many being a FB, dude. How many FBEs have you had in your life? Yeah, exactly. Fuck. I have been in England since three weeks. Her voice is clearer and stronger with an accent I don't recognize. And as she speaks, which is perfect for my accents because you won't recognize what that is either. And she speaks, she pushes her small chin toward me in defiance. Mm. Mm. Really? Mm. Like, okay. Like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I've been here now for three weeks. She's like the anti-Jay Leno. (laughs) Her Her lips are now rosy. Her bottom lip plumper than her top. And, her, and she licks the upper one again. I feel like we're getting like a like an up to the minute like like we're like refreshing a, a widget telling you like the status of every part of her body. Like okay, this lip, this lip just got bigger than this other lip. Like this line goes up. Like like we're watching like uh, like a chart by uh, by her hospital bed side. Like with all her oh. vital signs. Like but there's a line for lip. There's a line for eyeball. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a bunch of tech nerds in a room controlling a, a, an Autobot exactly. house cleaner. Yes. That, now, if that's where this episode goes, chin. and like he, it's like the crying game. Only he finds out that she's a robot. That would be a good book. I like it. Hell, I'm aroused once more. I take another step away from her. Three weeks, I mumble, baffled by my reaction to her. Why is this happening to me? What What is baffling about what this? What is it about her? Why do I have a full body erection? <laughs> like, ah! So so the baffling thing here is like an attractive woman came into her into his house and he's attracted to her. It's like it's what baffling? Why? Why? What's going why? on here? <laughs> She's fucking exquisite. The still small voice roars in my head. That's his dick. Mm-hmm. Yes. He's a, he's a true dickhead. For a woman dressed in a nylon housecoat, she's hot. And there we go to our game. Yes, I forgot. I totally forgot that we were getting to this game. Okay. Uh, so, uh, yes, for a woman dressed in a nylon housecoat, she's hot. Uh, replace nylon housecoat or the gender. Okay. I'll give you an example. Please. Yes, for a man dressed in a cadaver bag, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> For a guy I just walked in on taking a shit, he's hot. Ew. For a woman dressed in an orange construction cone for unknowable reasons, <laughs> she's hot. Oh, I like that. That, that perfect <laughs> triangular figure. <laughs> for a walrus shifter, she's hot with smooth, perky tusks. No. No. <laughs> how, how can tusks be perky? I know. That's the question. <laughs> you, I think you already well, know. Well, perky implies that they move into a perky <laughs> position. And I don't think walrus tusks that's why I move it. into a perky position. You just haven't met the right walrus yet. True that. For a man dressed in cowboy boot sandals, he's hot. 
Have you ever seen those, by the way? <laughs> no, it's I haven't. Thing. Can you can you Google yep. that up and show me? Yep. Okay. Hold on. <clears throat> oh my god, they're terrible. Oh, let me at those. <laughs> Redneck boot sandals. <gasps> I mean, you didn't you didn't say they had an American flag on them, too. Oh, God, they're yeah. terrible. There's a lot of them. Look at this one. Wow. <laughs> Why? Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Sandal on the top. For Not a guy. Much down back. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you reading now? Oh, is it? Is it your? Oh, is, I think. Yeah, I don't know whose turn. No, it's <laughs> your turn. Your okay. Turn. For a guy dressed in a barrel and suspenders, he's hot. <laughs> Damn if the barrel isn't new French oak, and you just know what's underneath has long, balanced tannins and a smoky finish. <laughs> I was pretty happy with that one, frankly. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm stuck on the long, balanced uh-huh. tannins and wondering if you just made that up or you read that somewhere. I don't know. It seems like, I mean, you have a, you have a sommelier in the family. Why that's, do you I'm ask trying, her if I'm it's a real to, thing? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out if that's I, I know bullshit. balanced tannins is a real thing. I don't know if you can have log tannins. You can have balanced tannins. Yeah, no, I said that, oh, was, that oh, I know is real. but like Long tannins sounds like... You can, and you have a smoky finish, right? Smoky finish for sure. Okay. It's the long that threw me on the tannins. <laughs> Sorry. I got lost in that. So yeah, I'm sure it was okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> Okay. And then after I wrote that, I was like, okay, wait, is French oak really a kind of barrel? Yeah. And so I had to look it up, and um, and it is. And whoa, barrels are expensive. Did you know that? Yes, of course. Like when I looked it up, it's like, like, it's like six or seven hundred dollars oh, yeah, for yeah. a fucking piece of wood. Well, they're hard I, to put together. Last week we were talking about like if I had to get a job, a what job wood. should I get? I'm going to be a cooper. Well, I think it's funny that you said they're $800 for a piece of wood. A house is really expensive for some pieces of wood. But it's a, a house is a much bigger piece of wood than a barrel. <laughs> I, I, would think, never call I think a house like proportionally a piece of wood. speaking. <laughs> <laughs> what else would you call it? <laughs> okay, yes, a barrel is made of multiple pieces, pieces of, of wood, wood and so is a house. And metal and uh-huh. put together in a very uh, air, uh, waterproof way. That's true. I probably, maybe making barrels isn't as easy as I think it is, but I'm still going to try. All right. Back to the book. Do we have to? No. Okay. Concentrate. She hasn't answered my question. No, I meant how long have you been here in my flat? Oh, my flat. Where does this girl come from? I rack my brain. Poland. Mrs. Blake had organized Christina through some contacts she had, but Christina's replacement remains silent. You speak English, I ask? Uh, she already spoke she or, English. Yeah, she already uh-huh. spoke in yep, English. Yep. She said, I've been here three weeks. That's pretty much shows some fluency, don't yeah. you think? You speak English, I ask, willing her to speak. What's your name? She frowns, looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yes, I speak English. My name is Alessia Damaci. I have been in your apartment since 10 o'clock this morning. Oh, she's Italian? Uh, that was my poor accent. It was Polish, trying to be Polish. <laughs> But the the name. My name is Alessia Demacci. I've been in your apartment since ten o'clock this morning. That's that is, w- was Italian, that and then it really went to went something else. <laughs> Where did it go? I I don't know. Like there was a Scandinavia. There's a little bit of of like New York Jew in there, and uh, it my was, name is Alessia Demacci. It I was the accent of a apartment. true citizen of the world. I have been in your apartment since ten o'clock this morning. I wonder if someone's been in my apartment since 10 o'clock this morning and I'm just too self-involved oh to God. have noticed. This guy is such an idiot. Wow, she really does speak English. Wow, wow. jeepers. And that speaking English, that's pretty good for a lady. Right. Well, how do you do Alessia Damachi? My name is, what should I say? 
Trevthick, Trevlian, what? Maxim. No. What? It's a character what? from the other books, apparently. I Fine. Think. But Trevthick. How do you spell that, please? T R E V E thick. Trevthick. That's Trevithick. That is baffling. And or Trev. T-R-E-V-E-L-Y-A-N. Trevelin? Okay, well, I can see why he doesn't say either of those names, because they're bonkers. But why would you have two last names? Similar, but different. Really? No. no. (laughs) What the hell? (laughs) Well, I mean, some people have, like, long, like, uh, you know, noble person names with lots of names in them. So we're done with the the, uh, preview, but... There's a little bio about E.L. James, and the first sentence says, E.L. James is an incurable romantic and a self-confessed fangirl. If you say you're a self-confessed fangirl, don't you need to say, Mm. of what? Yeah. I I was, that's what I was going to say. Of the genre? I think she's a self-confessed fangirl of her own books. Right. (laughs) Was wondering, because like, what are you a fan of here? What if, what if someone asked you what's your favorite book and you mentioned one of your own books? How do you think that would co- Is there a way that you could do that and, and come off as like funny rather than no. just asshole? No. Okay, too bad. Definitely can't. And I feel bad for saying that the last 17 times someone asked me my favorite but, book. But I have had people say, oh, I got your Good Fish book and um, can you help me? I'm looking for a really good like mac and f- like crab mac and cheese recipe. Do you know of any references for, for one of those? And I'm yeah. like- in the book I just gave you that, <laughs> like, I don't know how to say it without sounding cocky, but like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, uh, someone's holding my book and they're, they have me sign it. And then they go, I'm looking for some new ideas for salmon. And I'm like, <laughs> um, not sure how to answer that exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, I know something we should mention. Uh, if you if you're a reader of the uh, Nikkei newspaper, um, <laughs> really, like we're gonna have any readers of the Nikkei newspaper? I don't know. We got a, we got some we got a few hundred listeners, right? Um, <sighs> like we were we were featured in an article in the in the uh, Nihon Keizai Shimbun on uh, March 31st. So uh, look back through your pile of news, yeah. your bag of newspapers. Look back back through your pile of Japanese like uh-huh. Wall Street journals, uh-huh. essentially. Because we're, we're in there. Mm-hmm. It said it said we were probably the best people in Seattle. Did not say like that. that. Did not say that. Didn't say I we know were. enough Japanese to know it did not say didn't that. Didn't say we weren't. It's true. It didn't say a lot of things about us. <laughs> it didn't say we were bad people. Nope. Didn't say we're good ones either. <laughs> true. All right. We're, what are we going to read next time? Oh, next time we're reading Rafe, a buff oh, male God. nanny. No! <laughs> By Rebecca Weatherspoon. How, how do you spell Rafe? R A F E. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfect. A buff what nanny? Male. A buff male nanny. Why do nanny. you have to say male? Why do you have to say a buff nanny? Um, what, because this nanny delivers mail. <laughs> it's a, oh, it's a, a male, male nanny. nanny. <laughs> oh. Multitasking. I love it. All right. Well, uh, did you already tell them where they can nope. find us? Uh, look inside this book club dot com. Uh, nylon people get at us. Uh, and facebook.com slash look inside TBC, which this sta- week stands for look inside this broom coddler. Yes, broom coddler. All right, see you next time. Bye. London, 2019. Life has been easy for Maxim Trevelyan. With his good looks, aristocratic connections, and money, he's never had to work, and he's rarely slept alone.
He's like a big baby man. Yeah. He's never worked a day in his life. <laughs> I don't want to sleep alone. Can I come into your bed? But all that changes when tragedy strikes and Maxim inherits his family's noble title, wealth, and estates. Wait, I thought he already had the money. Mm. And all the responsibility that entails. It's a role he's not prepared for and one it that he struggles to face. Yeah, well, I wish. I hope I never have to face that kind of tragedy. <laughs> to inherit title, wealth, and estates. Exactly. But his biggest challenge is fighting his desire for an unexpected, enigmatic young woman who's recently arrived in England, possessing little more than a dangerous and troublesome past. And a house coat. And a, and house a, coat and a, broom. And a broom. Yeah. Reticent, beautiful, and musically gifted. She's an alluring mystery, and Maxim's longing for her deepens into a passion that he's never really experienced and dares not name. I mean, what would you name it exactly? Lust? Uh-huh. Um, we should have mentioned uh, in the episode, and it's not too late, that uh, we, we broke our own rule on, uh-huh. this, on this book. It actually averages three stars. Yeah, we're terrible um, people. But we figure E.L. James um, can handle it. Can probably handle it. Yep. From from her bathtub full of money. Yeah, from her, what, dump bucket full of money? What did you say? <laughs> I said bathtub, but I think I mumbled. <laughs> Come dumpster Let's, full of money. <laughs> uh, I don't uh, want to touch this money. <laughs> just who is Alessia DiMacci? Can Maxim protect her from the malevolence that threatens her from what, him? And what will she do when she learns that he's been hiding secrets of his own? That his name is really Trev Thick. From the heart of London through wild rural, I, I read that as Connecticut, and I'm glad I, I reread it. <laughs> From the heart of London through wild rural Cornwall to the bleak, forbidding beauty of the Balkans. There's a lot of bees there. The b- <laughs> bleak beauty, bleak Balkans. beauty of the Balkans. The mister is a roller coaster ride of danger and desire that leaves the reader breathless to the very last page. Um, I want to hear. I want to read one I of these bad Cornwall. reviews. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, Cornwall. Yeah, I've been there. It's nice. Oh. It's a great place to get caught up in some sort of erotic intrigue. Hmm. Uh, stories far-fetched and difficult to believe. A lord who is one of the most handsome eligible bachelors falls for his maid, who is an illegal immigrant that can barely speak English. Oh, God, this is a Trump supporter. The relationship is all about chemistry. The only thing they seem to have in common is their love of classical music. Just not very interesting or believable. Isn't this every romance novel? Uh-huh. Has this person read a romance novel before? Where to begin? First of all, characters were awful. Maxim went from having an affair with his brother's widow two days after he died to all of a sudden being infatuated with his maid. Oh, but come on. You got to comfort that widow. Alessia went from being this shy, timid maid who knew nothing to this total nympho. That sounds exciting to me. I mean, yeah. The plot did not flow at all, skipped all over, and then the ding was just bam. Then the ding ding was was just just bam. bam. I think this person had a stroke while writing the review. <laughs> is that what fucking is now called? The ding? The ding? I don't know. I don't know anything then about the anything. D- then the ding was just bam, it's done. So when, I hate it when the ding is just bam. Say she became a total nympho, it, that, that means she enjoyed having sex, right? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just check it. All right. The well. ding went, wait, say it one more time. <laughs> <laughs> the ding went bam? I feel high. I'm not. All right. Then the ding went just bam. It's done. The ding, the went, ding just went just bam. bam. The ding went just bam. bam. This is terrible. All right, bye.